Welcome, Comforted Home listeners. This is the Barking Truth, presented to you by Comfort at Home Pet Services. This podcast will reveal the barking truth about what is actually happening in the pet industry so that you can gain knowledge and education to keep our pets safe, healthy, and well. I will be your host, Jennifer Seibel, Certified Professional Pet Sitter, Dog Bite Prevention Educator, Fear Free Certified, Pet First Aid and CPR Trained, and owner of Comfort at Home Pet Services. I hope you enjoy. Welcome. In this episode, I want to talk about in-home boarding. So a lot of people that are following me and on social media and know me personally know that I don't go onto social media a whole lot. I'm not on there posting all kinds of stuff. And y'all know when you go onto social media that no matter what you post or if you comment on something that that's just a reason for somebody to argue and fight with you. Um, and most recently that did happen to me. So somebody posted on social media that they were looking for somebody to take care of their dogs in their own home, in the, you know, the person's home, not the owner's home, but in the person's home. And, uh, they were looking for somebody to be able to do that and take care of their pets. So you can see like a lot of people, a lot of people are on here posting and you can tell by all the posts that. None of these people have any experience with dogs or animals of any sort. A lot of them are like, oh my gosh, like, I'm not allowed to have dogs, but, you know, I would, I would love to, I can't afford to have dogs, but I would love to, you know, take care of your pets for the time that you're gone. Okay, if you can't afford to take care of pets, then you probably shouldn't be taking this on as a job or a profession. Uh, my kids love dogs. This will be a great way to, you know, see how it's going to work out and how it's going to happen. Okay, also, not a great reason for you to leave your dogs with this person. Oh, I need the extra money. I work full time, but, you know, it would be great. They can sit at my house, yada, yada, yada. So you can tell a lot of these people, like, have no experience with dogs, know nothing about what's going on. And it doesn't mean that they're ill-intentioned, but it does mean that they're ill-experienced and ill-educated on what it takes to take care of an animal. And a lot of people on these posts are like, oh, I've owned pets my entire life. I know what I'm doing. Bring your pets over here and they can stay here. There is a huge problem with this, people. A huge problem. A lot of these people posting knew nothing about dogs. Some of them have good intentions. Some are just anybody who just needs to make some extra money. You really need to use caution when you're dealing with situations like this and you're asking this type of stuff on you know, social media, because anything can happen. So let's talk about the good intentions versus just anybody doing it. I mean, I always have good intentions. When I find out somebody's ill or they're dealing with cancer or they're dealing with something, I mean, I want to I, I want to do anything possible to take that pain away from them. I want to do anything possible to help them feel better. But I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I can't tell them what they can and can't do. I can't tell them that my little bit of help is going to be beneficial to them. That's the same with all these people who are out here. They want to help you, and they think that they can, and they have good intentions in doing it. But the outcome 
does not necessarily mean it is going to be the best outcome. That does not mean that your pets are not going to be, you know, harmed in some way, whether it's from neglect, whether it's from just ill education. So I, I had somebody on this exact post and, you know, we're going to get into this a lot more in this podcast here, but I had somebody who literally was arguing with me. They've never had pets their entire life. They're arguing with me about, you know, the laws and stuff. Because all I did was post. I post a response. I said, please be sure to make sure who you're boarding your pet with is an, an insured person and that they have their kennel license. Those are two things required by law if you're receiving compensation, which we'll come back to what the laws and things are. Um, but... You know me, I'm out here trying to just educate people. I'm telling you the truth, the barking truth about everything. And I had this this person on here who kept arguing with me. And I just left it go for quite some time. And this person just kept arguing, arguing, arguing with me. And I came to find out that this person, like, hangs, I think, drywall or something. Uh, they're either a painter or they hang drywall. So here's what you kind of need to think. And when I started getting into it with this person, they're in the same situation as me. That we have people who are just offering to go ahead and take pets into their home and care for them. They're doing it illegally. They're doing it irresponsibly. Though they may have good intentions, they're not doing it properly. So what happens is a professional like myself or a professional like this drywaller who you know, he's he's licensed. He's a licensed contractor. He goes out and does this work. This is what puts food on his table. This is what puts food on my table. This is what pays my bills. This is what makes a living for me. This guy, the same thing. But then a lot of the times he's having to deal with these people who are, oh, I'll do it for a dollar an hour. I could just hang dry while there's nothing, you know, bad about it. But then you have leaks, you have problems, you have this and that. And then what happens is that a professional has to come in and fix what somebody else decided to do because not that that person was ill-willed in doing it. They just absolutely did not have the education and know what they were doing. And they screwed up the job. So what does that mean for a homeowner? What's that mean for a pet parent? That means that you've had a bad experience. You had to learn something the hard way. And it's costing you more. It's costing you more because you just paid this person. Something bad happened. Now you have to get an actual person who is licensed and able to do this in here. And this gentleman said to me, he's like, yeah, he's like, I have to pay taxes on everything I do. Guess what, everybody? I do too. It's not just fun and games. I'm not just coming and taking care of your pets in, in your home. I have to pay taxes on that. I have to deal with a lot with this. So... These other people who are doing it are just taking the money and pocketing it, but I have to pay taxes on it, so why shouldn't they have to? And then I'm having to come in and clean up their mess and what they did. The same with, you know, this gentleman who's, you know, literally arguing with me, acting like my job was well beneath what his was. And once the explanation came out and I said, you know, hey, this, this, there's a lot that goes into this, Professionals pay for insurance. They pay for, you know, their licensing. They pay for education. They know what they're doing. And half of the time, we're out here having to fix everybody else's job. Where is that fair to us when I'm fixing somebody else's job and I'm getting taxed on it and I have to report that income 
and I have to look at an animal who's been neglected or abused or something happened with them. And then I have a pet parent who is not positive about working with me. And same with contracting. You're hovering over this person now. You're hovering over a contractor because you got screwed the first time. So you're going to make sure they're doing their job right. And so it's an extra annoyance for us that we have to prove ourselves because somebody did not check qualifications beforehand. So let's go ahead, let's go ahead into what are the laws with in-home boarding. Plain and simple, and this is exactly what I posted. Just because somebody, you know, loves animals, they've had them their entire life. If somebody's loved animals, had them their entire life, they should do what's right by that animal and the person they're taking money from and do what is legally obligated of them, period. You're paying this person, they better be functioning legally. So what's legally? So by the Department of Agriculture in Pennsylvania, if you board any animal in your home and you receive compensation for it, you have to. You have to have a kennel license. So people are coming back to me, well, my mom did it. Uh, well, are you really paying your mom to do it? Are you paying this person? If you're not paying them and they're just watching your pet for free, then you have no case against them if something by chance happens. It might ruin your family relationship, but you have no case of anything that is possibly happening or going on. But if you are paying somebody to care for your animal, they should, they should be paying attention to the law and doing what's best for your pet. And that is meaning they have to have a kennel license. So having a kennel license, you have to apply for it. You apply for it and the dog warden comes in by the state and they come to make sure that where you're housing and what you're doing with the animals is safe. That means that you have running water. You have hot and cold water. You have clean water. You have heating and air conditioning. The dogs aren't being kept in a hot, stinky garage. They're not being kenneled all day. It also means that you have proper fencing, so the dogs cannot get out. And what the dog warden and a kennel license also means is that you are following the laws put forth by the CDC. The CDC, the Center for Disease Control. And what that means is you have to make sure you are tracking. If the animals came into your house, that they are properly vaccinated, that they have their license per the law in the state of Pennsylvania, dogs have to have a license. They have to be registered. So we're cutting down on diseases and stuff by double checking to make sure that the animal that you're boarding in your home is not carrying diseases that it can get out harm your dogs, harm you, cause a public nuisance problem, or cause a disease problem. We're already dealing with COVID. We might have another outbreak of COVID going on. It's the same thing with the animals. It is a requirement per having a kennel license that you're making sure these animals are safe and disease-free in case something happens. So there's been many stories that, you know, people are boarding animals at their home. And they feel that, okay, maybe I have pets or maybe I'm, I'm just trying this out, yada, yada. Bad things are happening because they don't understand the ramifications. These, these pets, and if you're looking for something like this, 
that pet is a child to you. It is, it is your life. So you should want to do what is right by them. And just putting them in the care of anybody who says, oh, I love pets, but I'm not going to do what's best for them. I'm not going to make sure I have my kennel license. And what people aren't understanding is the state is cutting down on a lot of this. The state's cutting down on a lot of this, and our dog wardens are overwhelmed because so many people are saying that they're boarding the pets. And the dog wardens are going out, and they are checking these places because some townships have a minimum of how many pets you're allowed to have in a home. And all of a sudden, you're boarding, and there's a minimum of three pets, and all of a sudden, you have six. Warden is going to show up. And if he's finding out that you're advertising and you're putting somewhere that you're boarding pets in your home and you do not have a kennel license, he can show up. He will find you. And guess what? He will remove the pets from your care because you are not properly, legally able to board pets in your home. So what's that, what's that mean to you as a pet parent? That means that you trusted Joe Schmo down the street who said, I can take care of your pets for a week. I'm going to charge you, you know, $50 a day. I'm going to take care of your pets. Well, guess what? Joe Schmo decided to tell everybody this, and he's taking care of your pets. He's advertising it. He's got more pets than he's supposed to in his house. The dog warden shows up. Joe Schmo has now been fined for it, and you come back from your vacation to find out from Joe Schmo that your dogs are collecting. They've been sitting in animal control all week until you returned kind of a vacation is that? Were you expecting that to happen when you went on vacation? If you wanted your dogs boarded somewhere, and it's especially at animal control, contact animal control. Ask them to pay them for their boarding. At least they have a kennel license. At least we know their environment is semi-safe and safe per the laws that we have in the state of Pennsylvania for our animals. So there's some apps out here that also offer Anybody to go ahead and, you know, do boarding. It's okay through their app. People, please understand, this app is literally a database. It is a database. It is literally just a list of people. It says in their contract to verify that these people have proper, you know, licensing and insurance through the state that they are required to. But they don't check it. They're telling you to check it, and nobody reads that fine print. Nobody reads the term and conditions. Nobody reads it. They also say that, hey, they're waiving their liability, that you are going ahead and hiring this person that you found through their database, and you're responsible for anything that person does. So they're saying if, if that person goes ahead and takes your dog and steals it and sells it for drug money, that they're, they're not responsible for it. And people are getting so upset about this. It's a constant thing going on that everybody's getting all upset because they use this app and the app's not doing anything to help them. No. No. You signed it in the terms and conditions that you would not go after them to do anything. They are waiving any type of liability and they, they are not going to be responsible because you should have checked out these people. You should have checked the fine print of what their contract or terms of services are. I had people on this post tell me, you know, when I mentioned about this, and this is a law. I had somebody say to me, laws are meant to be broken. Really? Okay. So, laws are meant to be broken. They're just there, but it's meant to, you know, meant to happen. 
Is it meant to happen for somebody to be careless and take your money and go ahead and board your pet at their home and not be totally responsible for it? Is it fair? Is it right? It's not. And we need to think about it because some of the people on this post were like, you know, my kids would, you know, love it. Your pet would be great around my kids, blah, blah, blah. It is your pet. Is this pet? Do they really know body language? Do they know how this pet was trained and what's going on with this pet to verify that their children are safe? Or if your dog goes ahead and bites them, are they going to turn around and sue you? Because you thought your dog was going to be okay around kids. Maybe your dog was okay around kids that you've introduced it to, but maybe not these particular kids. So you kind of need to think about that because, okay, laws are, you know, meant to be broken. But you can still be sued over this because of you doing something that is not legally okay to be doing. And it's just not okay for us to be out here just breaking the laws. This means the life or death of our pet. And so let's just talk about this. Like, if you don't go ahead and get the kennel license, but you feel that your home is okay and it's safe for pets, great. But an incident can still always happen. It can always happen. So let's take, you know, a scenario that, okay, um, my kids, you know, want to have a dog. We're, we'll, you know, dog sit into our own home, see if my kids can deal with it, handle it. Your dog's great and wonderful, but guess what? The kid opened the front door to get the mail today. The dog ran off. Your pet sitter is now calling you saying, hey, your dog ran off. Okay, were you out looking for my dog? No, I am not because I don't have a babysitter. I can't take the kid with me to go and search for your dog. Even though it was our responsibility to keep your pet safe, we cannot go and look for your pet. These are different situations you need to be aware of that can absolutely happen, and they do happen. They absolutely do happen. Or if somebody calls you and says, hey, you know what, this isn't working out, your dog's growling at my child, your dog's growling at my husband, your dog's doing this, your dog's doing that. What if you're in Jamaica and you get this phone call from somebody who you decide to do in-home boarding with at their home, and you get a phone call when you're out of the country, hey, we can't handle your dog, you got to come back and get it. You, you can't just hop on a plane anymore and just come and pick up your animal. It's impossible. So... This person's now scared of your dog. They don't know what they're doing. They are not understanding the language. They don't know what they are doing. And guess what? Your, your dog ends up in a kennel. Your dog ends up somewhere else. They might leave a door open. You don't know. You don't know. So there are different laws that need to be put into place. Another law that has to happen is that they need to be insured. What's, what's that mean, Jen? What's, what's them being insured cover what's that mean? That means that if they're insured, their insurance will cover incidents that happen on their time, whether it be neglectful, whether it be an accident. Anybody knows that when you're dealing with animals, animals are unpredictable. So you have to be prepared for any situation that happens. But if they're not insured, these are type of situations that, oh my gosh, your dog got sick. I can't afford to take it to the vet. You need to send me money. Was this person being truthful? Are they not? Are they just trying to extort extra money from you? What are they doing? Are they really going to get care for your pet? That's question number one. Number two, anything can happen. They should have funds available. And if they can't reach you, what are they doing? Are they just sitting by waiting while your dog's, you know, having 
let, let's say, you know, a dog bite and it's bleeding, it's severe, it's already getting infected, are they just waiting for you to call them back to send them money so they can get it vet care? Are they, you know, is your dog, you know, one that might like their couch and decide to eat their couch? And then all of a sudden your dog chokes. Then they're pissed off because, hey, your dog ate my couch. I'm going to sue you because you told me your dog didn't chew on things or I didn't expect your dog to chew up my couch. So now you're being sued. Your dog's in the vet's office getting its stomach pumped and all of this because it ate the couch. Is their home a safe environment for your pet? What if all of a sudden your dog gets in a fight with their dogs? Because, of course, most people who, some people who are going to be doing this are going to have their own animals. Do they understand body language? Do they understand how to introduce animals to make sure a fight doesn't break out? And if all of a sudden your dog just has enough from the little puppy at the house that keeps gnawing and biting, and your dog accidentally bites that dog and causes some harm, are you, are you safe? Are you covered? Are you covered because they have insurance and their insurance should pay for their own dog? They brought your dog into their home. They should be expecting for something like this type of situation to happen. So it's all about, you know, safety. It's all about making sure that, you know, things are going well for your pet, especially when you're going to be paying somebody. A lot of rescues. They do home inspections before they adopt animals out. They'll come to your house, check to see, and, and they have things in their contract that says, you know, you must have, you know, a fenced-in yard, you must have this, you must have that. Rescues, before they even give you a, a dog for adoption and to become a family member, they will double-check and make sure that your home is a safe environment. If rescues will do that before they even sell you a dog or give you a dog to foster or care for, but you're not doing that on your own when you're leaving your pet in somebody's care and you're paying them. You're paying them. You're paying them to leave your pet in their care and you're not doing some type of inspection or there's not a kennel license or an inspection already being done. This is all for the safety, the safety of your pet. And just to go back, like, a lot of phone calls are coming through to, you know, a lot of boarding kennels, a, a lot of, you know, pet sitters, a lot of people out here who, oh, my gosh, my pet sitter canceled. I can't stand hearing this right now. A lot of people come to me and say, my pet sitter canceled. Oh, my gosh, who was your pet sitter? Oh, it was a friend of mine. People. These people who are just offering to do something, you know, and board your pets in their home or they're willing to take care of your pets, your pet is not their priority. They, we do this as professionals. We do this for a living. This is our bread and butter. This is what pays our bills. So don't be calling just anybody a pet sitter. Don't be calling them, you know, a boarding or whatnot. And we're all getting overwhelmed with it right now because we're getting all these phone calls because people do not know what to look for. You can't just ask your cousin to go ahead and do this because all of a sudden your cousin's kid got sick and they're going to be spending hours at the hospital. You're now canceling a flight. Are you going to get your money back from that flight? You're canceling a hotel. Professionals do not cancel on you. Because this is what, they made an obligation to you. They made a commitment to you to take care of your pet. And it is killing us out here right now when we have to come in and see these animals and look in their eyes, their innocent, innocent eyes. 
and know that somebody was willing to just abandon them. And then you have panicked parents who are, I have to cancel trips. I need somebody. I need them this weekend. I need them to start right away. Sometimes we are not going to be able to help you. And unfortunately, it is not our obligation to help you because you got somebody who was not properly insured, not properly licensed, and not really caring what the heck happens to your pet. When you're paying for care, you sure in a heck better be paying for safety for your animal because anything can happen. And especially being a pet owner, we all know our pets can get into anything. Any Anything can happen. And we have to be prepared that we have to know where the emergency vets are in the area. We have to be able to have a good relationship with our vet to get things taken care of. We know certain things. And we have to talk about, you know, with the insurance, damages that happen in the home or to the pet. Who, who is taking care of that? Who is taking care of that when you have somebody who says, I love pets, I can do this. But they, do they really love your pet when they're not doing what is legally responsible of them? And they can't prove to you and say, hey, if something does happen, I'm not going to come after you because my furniture was destroyed. I'm not going to come after you because I was neglectful and left your dog in a room unsupervised and they ate my couch and they're choking on something and I need to run them to the vet. And these are things that we need to kind of think about. And what kind of training do these people have? Do they know how to introduce the your pet to their pets in their home to how to introduce them to kids how to make sure your kids aren't in, interacting inappropriately where your dog is going to end up biting a child and then guess what here's a reality check for everybody out here dog bites are not a joke a dog does many 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 different body language signs to let us know that they are uncomfortable right before they hit that bite Dogs don't just come right out and bite. They give you plenty of signals. You have to be with somebody who knows what these signals are. So the reality check for everybody is your dog ends up biting, and especially biting a child. Your dog can get euthanized for this. There are bite incidents, you know, that get to be filled out. Three strikes, the dog's done. It's considered a dangerous dog. It's going to be put down. But the thing is, anybody, anybody could ask. When it comes to a human's life over an animal's, anybody can say and ask, I want that dog tested for rabies. I want that cat tested for rabies. In a court of law, a judge is going to say, okay, I don't care if they had the vaccination or not. Go ahead and test them. Your reality check, people, the way to check for rabies and test for rabies is euthanizing that animal and chopping its head off for it to go to the CDC. So you are putting your animal on death row by putting it into a home with people who are not licensed, insured, understand language, um, don't know how to introduce to other dogs, other kids, anything like that. You are putting your animal's life at risk. And is it worth it? Is it worth it? And let's just go back, you know, about the taxes and stuff. I mean, it, I was just so... You know, just laughing with this guy that I was dealing with because he's like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like, I deal with, you know, the, half of the jobs I do is correcting everybody else's work. 
I'll tell you right now, that's a lot of what my jobs are. Somebody canceled on me. We had an incident with our other pet sitter. Our old pet sitter did this and didn't do this and put my dog in danger. I'm so scared. I don't know who to trust anymore. And then, you know, I'm sitting here. Okay, are they insured? Are they bonded? You know, you're paying your niece this amount of money to do this. But you're complaining about my possible prices when I'm doing the job properly. And guess what? I don't get a whole lot of income from this. I'm out here doing this for you and for your animals. And I have to pay taxes on it. So why is it fair that I have to sit here and pay taxes on it when Joe Schmo down the street sitting here doing it and putting the money right in his pocket? And he's now, you know, sailing out on a new boat. He's sailing out on, you know, a yacht. Uh, he's taking, you know, Bermuda vacations. It's just, it's not right. You need to think about what you're doing and for the safety of your pets. So, in summary, this is basically, there are laws out here, people. And no matter who wants to sit here and say laws are meant to be broken. Or, well, if I just have my family member. Most likely, if you're a family member, you might get them a little gift. You might pay them, you know, a little bit. But when it's a family member, you're understanding that you are leaving your pet in a situation where your pet could be harmed, something could happen, and who's going to handle it? Maybe, you know, your niece is taking care of them. She can call her mom. Her mom would help get vet costs taken care of, yada, yada. But if this is really a truly family member of yours as your pet being, are you, could it cause a rift in your family that, you know, you did something that, you know, Cause my dog, you know, this issue, even though you got it handled, I don't trust you anymore, I hate you, it can cause a family problem. What if all of a sudden, you know, your niece is just like, hey, I just don't feel like doing this, I have other plans that came up, figure it out, because that happens. So, what are you willing to risk for your pets? Some people don't like to rely on their family, because they feel like they're a burden. Come to a professional. Somebody who is licensed, somebody who is insured, somebody who, you know, is first aid certified that is going to take the proper care of your pets and knows of what situations can arise and ask the proper questions and can properly care for your pet. So when it's just anybody saying, you know, on social media or anybody who you're just talking to, I need care for my pet. When they're asking to bring your pet into their home, you better be checking to make sure that they have a kennel license and that your pet is guarded and helped guarded by the state, that inspections are being done, the facility is safe for your pet, they have proper insurance. Please make sure of this, your pet's life can ultimately depend on it. Have a great day and we hope you turn in next time.